into the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 236 for April 18th, 2019. This week we talk about awful world records, sick pets, indie games, my bidet update, burlesque shows, and our drag race update. So stick around for the, the show. show. One, two, three, clap. Oh, we're here. Um, still queer. Um, Still not changed. used to it. Honey. Still not used to it. I'm still, still not so uncomfortable with honey, myself. 31 years, honey. Oh, my God. That's Did like... you just, oh, my God, my age? No, I, I, I was saying, oh. oh, my God, to the number 31 specifically. <laughs> oh. I'm just I'm very triggered by that number because uh, oh. reasons. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm lying. I was I was so knowing about your age. Oh. 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 How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I am clean, clear, and under control. And so is my butthole because I got a bidet. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Justin tweeted you. Did you see him tweet I am, some shade I, at you? Um, yes, I'm here to steal your man. Um, um, he's okay, tweeted first me. of all, I got him trapped pretty well. That's so. honestly, yeah. If anyone can trap a man, it's you. Um, and I'm pretty sure him joking that you're going to use all the water in Montana is not him making a pass at you. Um, I consider any man throwing any sort of <laughs> words at me a pass <laughs> because I am so desperate. Ooh, honey. So, anyway, uh, Justin wants to know, though, because he after I told him you had ordered yours, mm-hmm. he was like, well, like, keep me updated because, you know, Justin is afraid of the cold water on his butt. Oh, uh, tops, you know, right. <laughs> afraid of a little just a little cold water down there, honey. Like half, Come joke, on. half joking, half not joking, like uh, tops. Honey, like the they're things. so afraid. It's just water, for Christ's sake. It's like a moldy cave down there. Everything's been in and out. Do you know what I mean? I mean I've seen I, it all. I, I mean, I don't want to know what you've seen. To yes, be honest. if you hear a gurgling sound, it's not my butthole. I'm drinking root beer out of a bottle, and I just tried to take a sip, and it went that. She's classy. Well, I just adjusted my mic because it was like falling. So we're oh, both having so difficulties we're... today. <laughs> <coughs> oh, what am I? You? Oh my God! Oh, I'm so dainty. Was that my cough? Uh, yes, you cough like Listen, a woman. It's beautiful. Unlike you, I are you? <laughs> That's the equivalent of you throw like a girl, isn't it? Yeah, but like in this sense, I feel like it's better. Oh, feel like it's um, it's still a problematic. Sure, probably yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I want to know how the cold water feels on your butthole. That's where but, we're going. Okay. So that was my number one concern about the situation. Because like I said before, I live in an, an apartment complex. I don't have access to my to my hot water line at my sink. And so my only like real option was either don't get a bidet or get a bidet that is cold water only. And um, I was doing a bunch of research online, trying to figure out if people like complained about the cold water or whatever. Um, And I really couldn't find much. Not a lot of people were talking about it. So I was like, oh, I guess it's really not that that big of a deal. So, okay, I live in what do I live in a temperate zone? It's it's still kind of chilly here. The cold water is cold. It's not like Arizona or, or Texas where you like you turn on the cold, quote, cold water, the tap water that isn't hot. And it's like lukewarm because you live in the desert. That's not the case up here. Um, So the water is cold. Um, So, yeah. So my concern was with the cold water on my my balloon knot, my little bee hole, my bumblebee. Um, And it's honestly not that bad. It took a little while to get used to. But you have to realize that, like, you're you're like what you're bidetting your butthole for, like, less than 30 seconds. 
And so it's like it, it, there's that initial shock of like, oh, it's cold. And then you immediately get used to it. And then you're like done in like 15 to 20 seconds. And you're just like, OK, that wasn't bad. And then you're well, and I feel like doesn't your butthole. OK, your butthole either has a whole lot of sensors. What's that stuff called? Uh, nerve endings. Nerve endings or it has none. Right. It's I one mean, or the other. It's either super sensitive or not. Honey, how blown out are you? <laughs> honey, I've been chased down there. <laughs> I don't honey, even feel a thing, honey. Honey, you're paralyzed down there. You're paralyzed Taser. from the butthole up. Just a taser. Just a taser. Um. Well, so that was my big concern getting this is I was... So the bidet that I got was like $30 or whatever. It was the bio bidet or whatever. I, we talked about it last week. And so I was under the the impression like, okay, well, if it really bothers me that much and I don't use the bidet, then I'm only out like $30, right? $30 in like send an, it back. Well, yeah, that, that's true. You know, I could either send it back or or I'm out $30 in like an hour of labor of <laughs> use putting it together. Right, sale. yeah. <laughs> use bidet, throw that on Craigslist, right? Uh-huh. I'm sure someone would buy it. Some oh, poor yeah. soul. Um, so, and as someone with undiagnosed IBS, I've I have you know bowel problems since forever. Um, I it was it was doubly concerning for me because you know sometimes cold water can like shock your bee hole and it can make your your you know digestive problems worse or whatever. What? Uh, yeah, because like because it's a shock to the system. You know, if if it's like icy water and it can cramp up your your colon or whatever, and it's like not. Fun. It's like imagine shooting ice water up your asshole. Like I don't just, have to imagine. I've done wh- it. Why do you? Why would you use ice water? Uh, just ice cubes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like because then you you uh you jump up and down like you're uh, making a cocktail and you can hear <laughs> yeah. the ice cubes jingle and jangle yeah. around in your insides. I don't want to step on that cocktail, honey. Honey. I don't I don't want to I don't want to know what that cocktail is. We talk about the things we put in our butts too much. I thought that's kind of the, the what this or podcast is about. Little. Maybe it is. I don't know. You, you know what? It's not what gay. people come here for. So, well, the butthole talk. I don't, I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm not going to apologize for a human function. <laughs> I mean, no anyway. one else is talking about it. So someone has to. And it's going to be us. OK. Anyway, is your system shocked? Um, I have not. Um, I I have not had a system shock. I've not had a system failure. Um, uh, My system hasn't rebooted. Uh, basically, I've used it for almost a week so far every day. Um, And I love it. And the more I use it, the more I love it because I feel like it's quicker because I'm well, because I'm not wiping as much. Also, my butthole feels better because I'm not wiping paper on my asshole. And you poop a lot. Well, that's the thing. Like the whole reason behind me wanting to get a bidet is because that I poop a lot because of my digestive problems. And a lot of those poops ain't pretty, honey. And so it's it was just a situation where I feel like environmentally it makes sense. But it was more of a selfish reason reason of like, I don't want my butthole chapped. And it's not good to wipe your ass as much as I was um, because like you can develop like hemorrhoids and stuff and, you know, your your butthole sensitive and you got to take care of it. And I honestly feel better. Like, I, I think my butt feels better after this week of using it because I'm not like aggravating it with paper nearly as much like you basically you use the bidet and then you know you kind of like you pivot and you kind of you know you waddle around just to make sure it gets oh all the my. areas i don't want to imagine you doing this. waddle 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 i don't want to imagine <laughs> you waddling around on the toilet but then you but then you just tap your ass a little bit with some toilet paper to make it you know dry and then you're good like my butt has never been so clean in my entire life since using that. this bidet um 
And I, I don't know. I'm super into it. Like, I feel like my butt feels better. I feel like pooping's faster. And also, um, I feel better because I'm like, I'm not going to be using as much toilet paper and toilet paper is expensive and I'm poor. So it's and like wastes resources, but well, yes. also that, but I, I honestly, in the back of my mind, the environment, because I'm a bad person, the environmental reasons for getting a bidet is just like an added bonus. That wasn't was I'd be lying to myself. If I was like, oh, I'm getting a bidet because I want to be more environmentally conscious. Like, no, I'm getting a bidet because my asshole hurts. Um, and the Ooh. and and the fact that I'm using less toilet paper is just kind of a bonus. So my my situation with a cold water bidet up in the mountains of Montana, um, it's not really affecting me because, I mean, it is cold, but you get used to it after the split second it hits your butthole. And then you're not, you know, covering your butthole with ice water for like a exorbitant amount of time. It's just a little just a little amount. It's just, you know, less than 30 seconds. And then you're good. And then you you warm up again and everything's fine. Also, it's I don't know. This might be weird to say, but it, it's kind of nice. It kind of wakes you up in the morning, if that makes any sense. Kind of weird. Well, coffee. I don't know. So I recommend it. Sure. You take your coffee on the bidet. Yeah. Take my coffee on the bidet. Um, It's nice. And I kind of I'm re- I recommend it. I haven't had any have had any complaints yet. I'll keep everyone updated. I'll obviously talk about it less the more it like, you know, just becomes routine. Yeah. And it's thank not. God. And uh-huh. it's <laughs> listen, <laughs> I know you're interested. Um, uh, speaking so yeah. of things I don't care about. Mm hmm. <laughs> no, we don't have to make a transition yet. You can continue talking about your bidet if you want. No, I, I acknowledge think I, I think your I've, right. My my right. It's free speech, Joseph. I can talk about. Oh God. Anyway. Yeah. See, the internet's not free speech. See, your free speech is limited, ladies and gentlemen. Limited free speech. Um. So yeah, if you, uh, I, I, the the cold water really isn't that. It was not that big of a deal. I thought it was going to be more of a big deal than it was, and it's not bad at all. That's where I'm trying to go with this. Oh, so thank let, you. I'll tell let, Justin. Yeah, let Justin know. Although I'm sure he's going to buy one of those $600, you know, toilet yeah. seats with the... There's the bidets that have, like, the blow dryer built in to, like, blow dry your asshole Ooh, after it's I'll done. I'll never get up. Right, exactly. It has the heated seat. It has the the warm water. And it has a blow dryer that blow dries your asshole. So, you yeah, know, talk about he just bought... So we woke up on Sunday. First of all, Piggy was sick all weekend, which was... What's wrong with him? I mean, everything's wrong with him, let's be honest. But what happened this time? On Saturday, he kept throwing up, like, over and over and over again. Oh, that's not good? No. So we had a... We have a vet on call because he has a microchip subscription. And Mm -hmm. so it comes with, like, free vet calls. So we called the vet, and uh, she was like, yeah, if it it happens a couple more times, you want to take him in because he might need some fluids. You know, mm-hmm. or whatever. Dehydrated, etc. So we took him in and um, he got an anti-nausea shot and um, it took him a couple of days to get better. But he was Aww. so pitiful. It's like the first time he's been sick, like not related to his allergies. Like his allergies, yeah. he's itchy, but he's not he doesn't like feel sh- like shit. Right. It's not like fluey. It's just like itchy. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what he had. I think he just had a stomach flu. We know he didn't eat anything like that. He wasn't supposed to. Right. Um, But he was at doggy daycare the day before he got sick. So we think he got something from someone else. Well, honey, Um, every time my parents wanted my sister and I to get sick, they took us to the McDonald's play place. And every oh time God. we got sick, it was like they would do it before school season because they were like, we need to get th- <laughs> they would literally be like, we need to get their immune system ready to go because they're going to be interacting with other like gross, you know, oh snot ridden children. So they would take us to the McDonald's with the with the playland. And every single time we got sick, 
because that place is heinous. Kids are literally always sick. Yeah. Like, it's disgusting. Covered in germs. Don't get me started. But anyway, Piggy's finally feeling better. But on Sunday, Justin wakes up and he's like, I think we need more speakers in the living room. And I look around this. Oh, God. And there's speakers everywhere already. Google knows everything about your life. Oh, well, I'm talking about, like, music speakers. A speaker system. Not, like, with a microphone built in. And I look around. And we already have a really nice sound system. Justin just likes buying technology things. Right. Right, and right. I was like, if you can make room for it, he kept saying that there's an open box at Best Buy of these speakers he wants. And I was like, OK, well, you know, mm. you got to make room for it because right now, you know, we we live in like 600 square feet. It's pretty cluttered. Right. So, uh, you got to you got to clear out something. You got to Marie Kondo this shit. He made room and then comes back a little bit later. Didn't get the open box because they were a little bit scuffed. So he went ahead. God. And, I know. I know. It was cute. But um, now we got a 5.1, he says, sound system. What, I... He's aiming for a 7.1, 7.1.2. I don't know what numbers are. I didn't either. But like it's the number speakers and then the bass speaker and then Is like the dot, tweeteries whatever. around your brain. Oh, I love Twitter. I love Twitter. Well, um... I don't remember where I was going with that. Just that, um... It sounds good. I thought everything already sounded fine. I feel like there's only so much... That something can sound good in like a small living room, you know? Right, and exactly. We've that, but I'm not going to like turn down new technology that Justin wants to purchase. Right. I mean? It's like, honey, if you want to spend your money right. on this, I'm, like, I'm okay. not going to say no, but as long as there's room for it, then go for it. Exactly. Oh, God. See, we, we were thinking about that because my dad, back in the day, he was kind of like a, he was kind of a, a like an audiophile. He had like a, he had a, a home theater. We had a home theater set up back in like the early aughts. Um, and there were like wires everywhere and my mom hated it. And then he had to dis- disassemble it after a few years. But he was kind of into that, um, you know, the the like kind of movie theater living room experience. And for this past Christmas, he hasn't had the home, the old home theater set up. He hasn't had it set up in years, like probably 10 years, because like I said, there was wires everywhere and it's old and blah, blah, blah. And my mom hated it. So we ended up getting my dad a, a sound bar, which is supposed to like replicate a lot of the same features of like a 5.1 surround sound system only it's like one big bar you put in front of your tv oh, we got one of those too honey you have one of those and you have a home theater system Girl, how got, many speakers do you goddamn need honey we got our 55 inch lg oled tv in the living room with the 5.1 system in the bedroom we got our 55 inch samsung tv with the sound bar and there's a bass speaker in the corner well anytime that justin wants to pay my rent he can <laughs> look me up honey <laughs> Anyway, the, the sound sound bars are actually like a good quality sound bar so can sound really, really good. That's yeah, where I was going with this. It's nice. Although, so ours is Bluetooth. Mm. I turned it on once. Someone else in the apartment connected to it and they didn't realize it. And they were watching Uh-oh. anime. And I think they were like, <gasps> yeah, I can't hear this. I'm going to keep trying to turn it up. They turned it up to 100 percent. And so oh, no. it's screaming anime in our apartment. I don't know how to turn it off. I'm ripping out plugs because there's cords everywhere. Oh, my God, though. So we that like, sounds like a nightmare. I know. I think we had to make it like secure or whatever. Arigato. Yeah. Yeah. That's anime. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> sure. Anyways, uh, technology. I don't know. Where were you going with that? Just that Justin wanted to get some speakers. I literally have no idea. I think we were just talking about our lives and you were talking about your butt so much. I just wanted to throw something in there. Okay. Throw something you know. into your butt. Oh, honey. It's, you know, it's like a wormhole. Echo, 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 echo. I mean, honey, nothing's been in there for a while. So 
There's just oh cobwebs. My God. Speaking of, I saw The Silence on Netflix. No? What's that? Is that about my butt? What is, what's the silence? There's nothing silent about your butt, first of all. But second I of mean, all. I mean, that is the most truthful statement ever said on the podcast. So have you been, have you watched Sabrina yet? Um, no, I refuse to because I don't know why. Because I know, okay, here's the reason why. I refuse to watch Sabrina because I know I'll like it and I'll get hooked on it. And Oh yeah, it's good. It's trashy good. <sighs> well, that's the thing. It's like, it's tra- It's like Riverdale. Like it's, you know, isn't made by the same creators. It's like, it's like, I know it's, it's, it's like junk food. It's like junk food TV. And I have enough of that in my life right now. It's at least like, the thing I like about it though, is they don't even try to pretend like like there are so many shows on the major networks and the male's always the lead it's always the same boring family or whatever right but they do, they don't even care about the men in the series mm, the first okay. episode of season 2 was like the whole theme was taking down the patriarchy love that yeah. God bless. Where was I going with this? Oh, In the Silence. It's a Netflix horror movie that just came out. What reminded me of it was Your Hollow Butthole. And oh, okay. Sabrina, the uh, woman who plays Sabrina, is the person in the movie. And Aunt Zelda is her mom in the movie. Well, I see Netflix is just recycling actors. No, but you know what? They actually do. Like a lot of people in their Netflix original series, they make their movies with. But I think right. that's smart yeah, exactly. because they know how they work. They know they're responsible. They Keep know the talent good. in-house. Right. Just if, you know, sure. Yeah, sure. 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 Anyway. The movie's about some like ancient prehistoric, prehistoric, like kind of looks like miniature bat pterodactyls. They were locked in a cave, i.e. Okay. your butthole. They're unleashed oh, upon the okay. world. The world has to live in silence because they detect sound and kill everything that makes a sound. Well, was it a good movie? It was like, as far as horror movie goes, like a B minus, I think. Okay. It got a little bit, there were a few stereotypical things that I was like, eh. Eh. Eh, like, eh. I feel like they always go towards the, oh, it's the apocalypse. We have to round up all the, quote, fertile f- women. Oh, God. And they, there was this weird, like, religious sect that was trying to do that. And it was like, okay, we could okay, do honey. without this. It's not really relevant to the story. But that's it. Um, oh. The... Okay, do you remember last week, I was going to talk about a a new Guinness World Record that had been broken? Well, before you go into that, I just wanted to let you know that I looked up the silence and all I saw is that it has a 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's really accurate. (laughs) But it's a Netflix, you know, it's a Netflix movie. Which, Netflix has good movies too, but it's a Netflix horror movie. Horror movies in general are going to have scores. Not going to expect much from Netflix and horror. I watched it with Piggy, and then when we were done, I was like, I kind of wish it were that kind of apocalypse where everyone had to be quiet. Like, here, let me announce this right now. Are you ready? Uh, uh, We have an announcement from Joseph Birdsong. Can we all just agree to whisper in public? Or just not talk at all? Can we just not go above a whisper at the very least? Because I've there I'm outside sometimes and people are shouting out there. Did you know that? So well apparently there's this thing called an inside and an outside voice. I never got it. No, Justin doesn't either. (laughs) Wow. He he his outside voice is always on. Jesus. Well, I'm just telling him to shut the fuck up. No. I mean, not um, Justin, the people outside. Oh, yeah, I would love Or the to construction workers. For sure, yeah. Um, what is this world record you were going to segue oh, okay. into? So we were talking about world records last week. Mm-hmm. Or I think we mentioned them briefly. So a new one has been broken. By you? No. Uh-huh. So a North Carolina man 
set a new Guinness World Record by putting the most number of people in soap in a soap bubble in 30 seconds. And that number of people in the bubble is 13. That's a lot of people in a soap bubble. Yeah. And he also has six other world records, including most paddle balls controlled simultaneously by a person, which is seven, longest hanging chain of soap bubbles, which is 35, and most people making bubbles with garland wands simultaneously, which is 317. That's a lot of people with wands. That's a lot of really stupid things. Well, this is my problem with this is just going to turn into a rant. That's okay. I think that the Guinness World Records are dumb. Okay. I said it. Okay. It's the equivalent of like who sat around. Like I I understand it takes skill to put 13 Mm -hmm. people in soap bubbles in 30 seconds, but it's not necessarily a skill that anyone should be proud of. Right. I feel like there there's people out there who who do amazing things. And then there's people out there who want to have the most obscure, obscure world records ever like soap bubbles like what well like, you, and it's you, like also- there you know there's people out there who are like like i wonder if i could get a, a guinness world record for the amount of podcasts done and within a five mile radius of my current location and i probably sure. win well yeah and then it's like what really makes a record because i feel like once they started including like the off the wall records they had mm-hmm. to include like all like someone was is could be like I'm pooping in my left shoe and I'm peeing in my right shoe while singing Judy Garland somewhere over the rainbow. Honey, that's be, that's my morning routine, right? But you, if you can do that in the least amount of seconds, or if you can do it without falling over, it's probably a world record. Honey, this is just like the baby boomer boomers who are like everybody's getting a participation ribbon. Everyone wants a world record. I like how we looped it back to that. It's always I always like blaming the boomers. Let's that was our generation though who got those ribbons. Well, I know, but it's the boomers who are always complaining about it. Oh. And now oh. I'm complaining about the boomers complaining. I don't know, it's some wow. weird. Oh, what a cycle. I don't ugh, that's a rinse cycle. What a cycle. Um, if you okay, if, if when it comes to these like weird, stupid records, do you think there's can you describe something in your life that you feel like that you could have the record with right now? Like for me, it would be like probably number of podcasts done in Missoula, Montana. I probably have the record. Oh, my God. That's so true. It's between me and like Hank Green. And I'm pretty sure I've been doing the podcast longer than him. So I think it's I think it's I think it's mine. Like what can you can you think of something that you have done? That's a stupid record that you think you hold currently um number of times a chihuahua has been taken to the vet in dc you yeah. probably have that yeah record. i probably me and piggy probably have that mm-hmm. uh yeah that's probably actually true <laughs> i don't know i probably have weird ones like we've all done something that i'm sure nobody else has done right you know like strung mm-hmm. a sentence together that nobody else has said although saying that though like nothing's really unique either none of us are unique we're none I of hate us are it. special I hate it. The phrase I hate the most on Twitter and on social media is, am I the only one who dot, dot, dot? And I'm like, no, bitch, you ain't. There are (laughs) a bajillion people in the fucking world. And you're about to say the most general ass thought or idea or event. And that has happened to everyone. Like someone will be like. the only one that dips my fries in my (laughs) milkshake? (laughs) That is so, that is a perfect example. And it's like, of course you're fucking not. No, Judy. Everyone does it. Doing that. God, it pisses me off. I just hate that phrase so much. Am I the only one? I wonder Am how many I times you tweeted that. Only one. It's like you're not special. P.S. You're 
P.S. You're not special. P.S. You're not special. This is just us shitting on everyone this podcast. Well, at least your buttholes will be clean thanks to your Uh, bidet. Right. Uh, Well, okay. Last last thing I'm going to say about my bidet. There's lots of people that have come over and wanted to try it out. So there's like a line for my bathroom now. Like all my friends have come over and tried it out. Like everyone's very curious about it. So everyone's like testing out the bidet at Sam's apartment. Well... Um, now so. people don't have to be afraid of rimming you. Well, I mean, they have other things like the teeth. <laughs> the teeth are very oh. concerning. Well, and like what might happen during? Well, I'll bite them. Oh. That's what. That's what'll happen with my teeth. Yeah, my butthole teeth. That's where I, I'm. I'm getting. Did you ever see? Did we ever watch that movie together? The I vagina so. dentata I, movie. I watched it a long time ago, but I don't think I watched it with you. I don't think I've seen it still. That's okay. It wasn't a very good movie. Well, I mean, yeah. You know what is a good thing, but not a movie? No. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> um, this past weekend, so a, a, a couple months ago, my because in order to go to social events, my roommate drags me to things because why would I leave the house in invol- like voluntarily? It, it's always involuntarily with my hands behind my back, cuffed. Um, hashtag she, relatable. Hashtag relatable. Um, so a couple months ago, my roommate took me to a local burlesque show here in Missoula. I'd never been to a burlesque show, but it sounded fun. And um, but did I you went see that movie burlesque with um with Cher, Cher. and Xena? Well, that's, that's what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be a, a scene by scene replication of the movie burlesque <laughs> on stage. That's what that's the burlesque show I want to see. Right, exactly. Who would play Cher? Probably Cher. They we'll just, just fly any, Cher in. Well, just anyone in Missoula, you know. Right, everyone. It's everyone in Missoula looks like Cher. Actually, Missoula um, just is a the, horse with long it's, hair. It's the number one Cher impersonator. Impersonator people in the planet. I don't know where I'm going with that. I wasn't calling Cher a horse lookalike, by the way. Just her hair. You're just saying that all the horses look like Cher. All it's the, the other horses. way around. Thanks for covering for me. Mm-hmm, exactly. I'm always mm-hmm. I'm always here for you. Um, anyway, so a couple months ago, I went to my first burlesque show ever, um, and it was super fun. And then um, they're apparently doing it every month, and I missed last month, but this month I went to last Sunday, and it was 90s-themed, and it was so much fun. Um, there's a lot of similarities between burlesque and drag in the sense of, like, a lot of drag is, like, hyper-femininity. I mean, not all of drag, but there's there's a, a sect of drag that's, like, you know, has to do with hyper-femininity and, like, the female image and whatever and burlesque you know has a lot to do with that too but i had never you know up to a couple months ago i'd never been to a burlesque show and they're super super fun and i was curious if you had ever gone to a burlesque show i don't think so i think um, i'd remember i would recommend it i i it's super super fun and it was packed too which was really great to see um it was like at a local bar here and the first number that they did it was like um some of the girls came out and they did like a spice girls medley they like lip synced to like a spice girls medley and they were all like decked out in spice girls clothing which was super super fun um and then one girl did a strip tease to mbop by hansen which i never thought i would ever be able to see in my entire life it was so funny um another girl did a strip tease to the jurassic park theme in one of those blow up dinosaur suits which was super fun. Right. And then um, another girl brought a Nintendo 64 live up, uh, uh, Nintendo 64 up on stage and started like fingering the the slot and doing a strip tease. Oh. And it was, it was so funny and so cool. 
Um, and our local our local burlesque troupe here is called the Cigarette Girls. You can look them up if you want, but it was they were super talented, um, super super talented, and it was awesome, and it was like rowdy and fun, and I would totally recommend if there's like a burlesque show in your area, you should go and see them and support your local burlesque group because I had a gay old time, and it was like it was super fun and sexy, and the girls were having a really good time, and everyone in the audience was having a really good time. It was just like a hashtag feel good moment. And the 90s theme kind of was the icing on the cake because it was super funny. So if you've never gone to a burlesque show, um, I feel like I'd recommend it, especially if you're a fan of drag, because there's a lot of like there's a lot of similarities in characteristics between drag and burlesque, at least, you know, the drag that I've seen and the burlesque that I've seen. Um, So, yeah, I highly recommend support your local women. Uh, It was super fun. Cool. I'll check it out. Check out your local burlesque. It's never occurred to me to like go see a burlesque show. Ooh. I went to a roller derby once. Ooh, that sounds fun. I, I don't yeah. know how to rollerblade or roller skate. I can't no, do it. Oh, I I can do it, but not to the level of like roller derbying. I can roller skate or rollerblade if I'm next to like the wall, so I can have something to hang on. So to. you can't. So That's I not, can't. Yes. So exactly. you can't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just making sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. That sounds like a hoot and a holler. I'll see if I'm sure there's a. A good old uh, DC burlesque. Yeah, check it out. Show. Look at look in your local listings in your newspaper or whatever people do these days. Anyway, that's those are those are my announcements for the year. There you go. Are you ready for um a little bit of drag? Oh, these are a few of our favorite. Hee-haw, hee-haw, farm to runway. Hee-haw. What the fuck? That so, was jarring. Sorry. Uh I should jarring. I, I should have given people a trigger warning beforehand. It just kind of came um, out. Okay. So this episode was, as you said, farm to runway. They had to make their look out of organic materials mm-hmm. and food. Mm-hmm. And, and sugarcane was eating everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which hopefully provided her with some antioxidants and she also got some moisturizer because <laughs> Hopefully, I she, can't. She was lacking in nutrients. Hopefully, God. I'm gonna do a countdown for like when her face is gonna crack from not being moisturized enough. I mean, but honey, someone needs to keep track of that. I'm glad it's you. I hate it. The whole thing they did, but like they were like, we gotta put something else in this episode. It's really fucking short, mm-hmm. and so they did that fucking hoedown thing that was one triggering and two. The southern and you popped out. <laughs> It was so triggering. And then, two, it's just horrible. Absolutely awful. <laughs> well, uh, not all of us are professional line dancers like you were back oh in the day. Oh, my God. There were a group of people who used to go to, like, line dancing, like, on the weekends. I can't believe that you grew up in 1886, Joseph. It's I know. honestly amazing. Well, they, they held it at the Senior Citizen Center. That sounds about right. Yeah. Did you have to do, sorry, did you have to do, like, line dancing? Did you learn how to do line dancing in, like, high school or middle school in, like, gym class? Because we did. So I think we did it in, like, uh, elementary school PE. Okay. Like, fitness, whatever. You got it out of the way early. We had to experience that. Like, we, like, learned the jitterbug and, like, a fucking line dance when we were, like, 16. So it was, like, burned into our brains. Very embarrassing. Yeah. Anyway, continue on with your review. Sorry. Um... RuPaul was picking at some scabs in the workroom. Though. I mean, that's Rue. Honey, the uh, the person who stirs the pot the most on Drag Race is Rue. Yeah, it's true. But that, like, this was some like I know it's it. 
uh, he's done the same thing in past seasons and whatnot. But he, like, this he, was like going deep, and it, you like usually it's with like one person. Yeah, and usually that, you usually know that one like, person's going to have an arc. Right. But this was like like they literally turned on the Lifetime original movie music. <laughs> like they were playing that music, and I tell was me like, about your oh dead my mom. God, yeah. <laughs> and then of course Raj is over there in the corner giving everyone side eye, and she like turns <laughs> it into <laughs> this. This pile of shit, and you're like, girl, <laughs> someone just poured their heart out, and who cares Let if they're it have up? her moment, okay? God, yeah. Oh my god, I just thought like it's all been coming to this. Raja going home finally, right? Right. We've and known I, this. We had a Raymond Simone vision like four episodes ago. She, like it shouldn't have come to how mean she was. Like she should have gone home three weeks ago so that people could at least remember her a little better. Well, that's but the thing. God damn, Raja! It, they waited until she imploded on herself and then they sent her home. It's like okay, let's let's make sure you know. Let's have Raja have a fucking meltdown and you know ruin her you know her drag race time there and make sure all the you know the fourteen year old Brazilian fan girls go after her with death threats on Twitter once this airs. Like, if they sent Raja home last week, none of this would have happened. She probably, she would have been fine. She wouldn't have death threats thrown at her. Like, this shit in the in the episode wouldn't have happened where she, you know, started going after literally everyone. <laughs> um, she went after Nina for how old she is. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, like it's, it's you really doing this? Who cares how old she is? Well, it was, it was just like, Raja was just being really petty the entire yeah. episode. And it was just like, like, because I feel like that she probably knew that like this was it. Like this was her last like few days in the workroom. And so she was probably like kicking herself and... I don't know what was going through her head. She thought those burlap pants were good. She was talking about that burlap. Were a choice. Um, I don't think they were a good one, but they were a choice. Honey, I'm pro-choice, but I'm not with those pants. (sighs) But yeah, but those gotta no those pants. Um, so what did you what did you think of this uh of this runway in general? What did you think of the challenge? Oh, do you have that link to their picture? Uh, Although, the three people in the top, I thought, were the best. It was Brooklyn, Plastique, and Evie. Yes, agreed. Yeah, and you, there's the link. If you if you guys look, go to RuPaul's Drag Race Um, they have a whole compiled list of every look, every episode. I think they get the pictures from Fashion Photo Review, so they're decent pictures. But you can go through each episode and see like the looks, the runway looks. So it's it's really convenient. Um, anyway, yeah. So there there's the link. I I agree with you. Uh, Brooklyn, Evie, and who was the other one? Uh, the winner, Plastique. Oh, Plastique. Um. I'm not sure that Plastique, I think they gave her this, she she earned this win, I will say, but I thought that Evie equally deserved it. Even if I'm not, like, too keen on Evie, I'm not too clean, keen on Plastique either. Right. But, but yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I feel like they were like, hey, she's broken out of her shell, let's give her an award. I That's the thing. I feel like that her, that her workroom stuff with Rue and, like, her breakdown or whatever, I feel like that definitely has... Had something to do with her win because I okay I did like I, I liked Plastique's look I thought Brooklyn Blast Plastique and Evie all deserved to be in the top three. However, 
my thing is like I I I thought Plastique looked pretty. However, I, it's the same silhouette that we've seen from Plastique. It's like it's stuff glued to a corset. That was my only problem with it. It's like it was it you know it was a, it was the same silhouette. Well, and you know Evie will say that next week. Probably. Well, the, the, thing, <laughs> the thing with Evie is like I thought between Plastique and Evie, I thought I thought Evie just by the looks themselves deserved it more because it was it was way out of left field for Evie, which I appreciated. However, Plastique had her hashtag moment and I feel like and Evie didn't have that. So I feel like that contributed to her win this week. Um, I didn't feel like it was like Evie kept saying it was so left field for her and I didn't really think it was. I mean, I, I thought it was because uh, most of her shit was spooky. Like a lot of her stuff is like spooky and like a little more like grimy. I don't know. I I I don't I don't think I've seen this this silhouette from her yet. I don't think I've seen like a frilly dress with stuff in the back. I mm. guess that's where I'm trying to go with this. Right. But okay, let, can we talk about Evie in general <laughs> for a second? Um there is the drama between Evie and Silky Nutmeg Ganache. I want your opinions. I want your thoughts and concerns. What do you think about the whole situation between I don't think them fighting all the goddamn time in every fucking episode? I don't think it's making either one of them look good. They're both right? looking like petty, fucking, like whiny. You know, I'm I'm better than you, people. Right. And it's right. just like just just show, don't tell. You know, right. don't just do your thing and let people go home when they're worse than you. Do you know what I mean? It's right. like this isn't necessary. Mm-hmm. You should be able to let your actions and your drag speak for. The position you're in. Yes. And you don't need to like that goes back to what we were talking about with Evie. Like you don't have to tell someone every time something's wrong. You know what I mean? It's it's right. literally that girl who's like, I'm just being honest. Right. You know, and exactly. nobody likes her. Nobody. Because well, you like, don't have to always tell people the truth. That That's the thing. Everything that's come out of Evie's mouth that's been like her t- quote telling the truth, end quote, I agree with. But like, you don't have to say it every mm-hmm. time. Like, not everyone is asking for your opinion. So like, also, here, here, okay, strategy time, Evie. I know it already aired, but if you don't tell people how to improve, then they don't know how to improve and they go home and you don't. Stop giving them fucking hints, bitch. Like, stop well, trying to, quote, trying. help them out, end quote, by yelling the truth at them. Like, I the think fa- she's trying to mentally destroy them. And I think it's oh, working okay. with Vanjie. In the clip oh, from next yeah. week, I think she's really getting to Vanjie. And I feel like it's going to start frustrating her. Mm-hmm. You might be onto something, to be I honest. I think Evie is just, she has this can't be bothered mindset. Right. Where she can say whatever she wants to bother other people. But they can't say the same thing to her. Right. Which is, I feel like, what Silky's doing. And I'm not on Silky's sides either. Silky annoys the hell out of me. (laughs) Still. They all, I still don't have a favorite this season. I don't Mm -hmm. really like, like, I thought the critiques for Brooklyn were, you know, she's, she's relatively boring, Mm -hmm. you know, except on stage. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah. But that's kind of a little bit refreshing at this moment. In time. <laughs> Do you know Someone what I mean? who's quiet and staying in their lane is kind of refreshing. At See, this I don't even point. think they have to stay in their lanes, but just or be quiet necessarily. But it's just I wish in other seasons you see more of like a sisterhood. There's always a little bit of drama in every season. Right. But I feel like in some everyone's a, a little bit closer and they're a little bit more uplifting and it's like you don't gotta do this you don't have to do this but joe this isn't rupaul's best friends race it needs to be (laughs) 
You wish it, it was. Needs it was to be. RuPaul's is, that's what the community needs, honey. I don't want to. I don't want to turn on my TV and see nine gay people yelling at each other. Do you know what I mean? You can go outside to get hate crimes any day of the week. Okay. Oh my god, a teenager. I still don't know if they hate crimes me. <laughs> see, yesterday. That, that's the worst thing when you don't know if it was a compliment or a hate crime. Like Did you that see my fine tweet? line. Yes, and I was like, I don't know how to take that either. I know there was a group of teenagers. We walked out of our. Uh, apartment building and a teenager walks past me and in, in this group of people and they're all kind of laughing and says i like how you look in the sunlight and i was like what i can't is that a read or is that a compliment i had no i, I was like it didn't occur to me someone on replied and was like well maybe they watch your videos and they've never seen you outside and i was like that could be a thing but very accurate that could very well be the that case could very well be a thing but then the the, at the in the moment i was like what the hell just happened mm-hmm who said that's a sentence I don't feel like it's ever been said. Right. It's like, I don't know how to take that. I don't know if that was a threat. I don't know if that was a compliment. I don't this know is why what we that don't meant. trust you, teenagers. Well, this is why you don't You're go outside. Scary. If you go outside, people will hunt you down and potentially throw a compliment at you that's backhanded. I still don't know. I'm I don't know how I would take that bed. either. I'm going to be on my deathbed and I'm going to just be wondering. I'll cr- what, did my last word. what did they mean? And then my spirit will leave my body. Honey, your spirit left your body like 10 years ago. That's, That's why you're so thin. <laughs> oh, my God. Summer thin is in. body, honey. Oh, my God. My summer, summer body without body. my spirit, honey. Do you need a anyway, summer body if you never go outside? Um, I don't think you ever need a summer body. I think that's just a dumb thing. That's true. It's very true. Um, anyway, uh, farms and runways. I hope this challenge never happens again. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if what would you are a southern bale yourself? Yeah, but we didn't make outfits out of corn. You didn't. <laughs> Was that just us up here in we the made, north that made we outfits made out dolls of corn? out of corn? Well, Arkansas's the rice center of America. I thought it was the racist center of America. Yeah, that okay. too. Well, I guess it can be both things. Yeah, you can be you could have multiple awards. Porque no les dos. Oh, they you'd get hate crimes if you said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if okay, so it if in this if this was a, a runway look for you. So let's say that you were life or death, you had to make an outfit. It's the apocalypse. You had to make an outfit out of, you know, farm stuff. What would you make? Um, or what I, materials would you use? I think I would use corn. I think that Nina had a really good idea. I do agree that it wasn't executed, like the silhouette. She's getting there. Right. I feel like she's listening to them and she wants to improve. Th- that's the thing with Nina is that like I don't think anyone has taken the critiques better than Nina. I agree. I would agree like, with that. But th- here's something this week. Did you see Nina's run? Like when she was walking down the runway this week, she was like stomping. No, I didn't notice. She was, was stomping she? and I I couldn't tell because there was that like mini challenge thing or like a mini whatever where they were like getting runway tips from Alyssa Edwards. And I love right. Alyssa. But I wasn't sure if like Nina took, you know, Alyssa's advice to literally and was like stomping like Alyssa stomps or whatever or what I actually think was happening is imagine having corn husks all over your body that's probably really itchy and uncomfortable honey that's what sugar cane her skin it's like her whole body's it's like corn, corn husks. Husk. Oh, my God. <laughs> honey, you moisturize when you feel like a corn husk. This podcast, it, it, we're starting a GoFundMe to send sugarcane some moisturizer. <laughs> I feel so bad for talking for about it in only, every episode. It's just only, what I see. 
only pennies a day, you can support a drag queen in need. Um, I am under a sneaky suspicion that Nina's look was horribly uncomfortable to walk in. Like all those corn husks rubbing against your body, I bet it was itchy and uncomfortable. And I thought that she looked uncomfortable when she was walking down the runway, and I think that's the reason why. So, yeah, hot tea I mean, for yeah, you. I could see that. I but I like the idea of corn husk. Mm-hmm. Love me some. Um, I probably would wow. Use what corn would you also. use? Corn, corn, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, yeah, probably corn and corn and corn. I did think that Silky's was a good idea. Her using like beans as like rhinestones. Right, I was like yeah, that is something. That's mm-hmm. cute, but um, I didn't like her her like uh hat though. I thought the hat was a no, bit much. No, and everything Raja was wearing was awful. She did know. look like Groot. She was did Michelle look like Groot. Said, she looked like Groot. Yeah, she looked like the. And, but like, remember, didn't Raja have like this fake ass backstory about her look that she was trying to like pull out of her ass she on the was runway? Like, Plastic so all of my bark. <laughs> All no, my but, bark was but gone. like but on the runway, she was like, this outfit represents me like rising from the earth like a tree or like some shit like that. And I was like, oh, honey, yeah, honey, you just made that up to save your ass. Like, that was so boring. And she was holding like <laughs> celery. I don't even know what she was walking down the thing. I, I hated it. I thought it was awful. One thing that I will she point stunning, out, but her outfit was awful. One thing that I would like to point out is I did really like Sugarcane's like uh, windy hair look. I thought that was really clever. I thought it was nice. I thought it didn't follow through to her outfit, though. I yes, think she could have winded out her outfit a little bit more and it would have uh, pulled it together. Yeah, true. Very true. She she's got that shimmer on her face, too. Like when she's in drag, she's got the shimmer. She looks moisturized. Mm-hmm. Honey. Just follow that through. For the rest of your body. For the rest of your body. Um, anyways, next week, um, well, I, I mean tomorrow or today when this gets published is um, the Snatch Game. Although they're doing like a C version. I don't know how this is going to turn out. Um, but Snatch Game is usually like the, it's usually the midpoint High point or low point of the season? Most likely low point because I don't feel like I have... I don't remember having a really, really good Snatch game in a long time. So I'm just expecting the worst for this next episode. I'm just going to expect everyone to eat shit. Well, Caitlyn Jenner was good. That's true. Yep, yep. Trinity did a a, a good Caitlyn. But it's like, it's usually like one or two people do well and then everyone else is shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, I want a Snatch game where like it's more than two people that we can choose between that are like good. Anyways. We shall see. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. That's your Drag Race update. Do-do-do. Are you ready for some favorite things? I'm so ready for some favorite things. These are a few of our favorite things. So which K-pop girl group is your favorite thing this week, Joseph? None of them. Wow. What do they do to you this time? Do they burn you good? <laughs> I take everything very personally in K-pop. That makes um, sense. No, I just don't have a favorite. Although the new BTS album came out. But I don't, I think I'm the only. I don't listen I, to I men. I go after, I listen to, yeah, I don't listen to men singing. I don't like hearing men in my ears. Do you right, know what I mean? exactly. You, there's it, enough men like in truth. your ears. I literally, on my in my spare time, do not want to hear a man's voice. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. Anywho, my favorite thing this week is, um, so you know, I've been having a lot of migraines. And oh, honey. My head has been falling apart in my shoulders and my neck. I just imagine like a Humpty Dumpty situation where like your head's just cracked and you're trying to glue everything back together. Honey, all the king's horses, all the king's men Is that fucked right? me. Yep. And that's why your your head's broken. Anyway, I finally got, um, I got a slide out. You know the keyboard slidey out thingies? Yeah. I got one. <laughs> 
Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Where are you going with this? Let me tell you. Okay. Let me tell you. Um. So a lot of desks these days don't come with the keyboard slidey things anymore. It was very like mid two thousands. It is very mid two thousands. But those things were good. I had a really nice desk in like the two thousand three to two thousand six range. Oh, good years. Good years for desks, honey. And I it had the perfect slidey out thing. Well, now they make them to attach to your desks, but they make them with the um, you know, the clamps like you screw to tighten. I was imagining they were gonna be suction cups. No, no, I don't think that will work for you. <laughs> I don't very think well that would work all. either. This is why you're not an inventor. This probably. is why I dropped out of college because I could not do this. <laughs> it's like the thing that holds our microphone thingies on our desk. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah clamps, desk clamps. They screw yeah. on. Um, so I got one. At the one I got, I think it's called Stand Steady. And um, it works really well, actually. I was kind of concerned that it would be, like, really shitty. But your desk can only be, like, an inch and a half wide, like, oh. for it to clamp on, you know? Okay. Mine was a little bit too thick because mine has, like, a lip on the She's edge of the thick. desk. <laughs> God. <laughs> My desk has a lip on the edge, you know? But mm-hmm. the actual desk is, like, you know, three-fourths of an inch. But then there's a lip. Mm-hmm. So I had to, like, kind of break it and finagle it. But I finally got it attached, and it's great. It's been helping my neck. It's been helping my shoulders and my migraines. Those, all of the things. So, do you think that your migraines? Do you think is do do you think is it like a multiple reasons why you get so many migraines, and one of those reasons is like posture at your desk, or what are you thinking? Okay, I definitely get migraines from like. Like, I definitely have different kinds of migraines. Right. Um, The ones I get most often are because my neck and my shoulders are, like, really strained. Mm. Like, staring at the computer all day. I don't have good posture. I try to have good posture, but it never works out. And so my arms are, like, in all these weird places. And I'm gay, so my feet are, like, twisted into a knot (laughs) under my desk. It's just genetics. We can't keep our feet on the ground. We can't. We're always sitting wrong. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's um, always wrong. We're always seated wrong. Uh, so I finally, I was going to get a standing desk, but then I did my taxes and I had to pay like thousands of dollars to the government. So I couldn't afford a standing desk anymore. Right. So um, I just did this for now. This is my slide out keyboard thingy. Mm-hmm. And it helps. Nice. I've, I've been using it about two weeks now. Uh, well, I hope that it helps with your migraines. See, I don't really know much about migraines. I don't think I've ever had a migraine. So it's like, I can't sympathize i can only empathize is that, are those the correct terms i don't um, know i don't but understand, I understand what you're saying um and then well i do still i get the migraines that just come out of the blue too and those are like kind of they kind of come the day after i'm like really dehydrated or have spent a lot of time in the sun or mm. i ate something like super mega greasy mm-hmm. like those all there's just so many things that trigger my migraines oh honey you're so fragile so like anything i can take to like lower them Right. Anything you can um, do to like, you know, decrease the risk of you of your brain exploding. Right. Helps. So good tip. I would take that tip, but my desk has one built in. What? How old's your desk? It's not that old. So the desk that I have is a specific I ordered it special online. It's it's a desk. So it's it's a it's like a a plank of wood and then there's a there's a the keyboard rolly out thingy, but then it has a second level. So on the second level I have my monitors Mm. and then below it I have a bunch of like music equipment. It's a it's an audio production desk. It's built for Oh my god. Send me a link. Did you get on Amazon? 
uh, and I know I think I, I I got it like four or five years ago for my birthday. I like found it um. online somewhere and they sent it to me and it was damaged and I didn't send it back, but I put it together and it was fine. Um, but yeah, no. So I have a special desk and there's two layers to it. But um, the the bottom layer is a, is a rolly out thing for my keyboard and mouse. And I enjoy it a lot. And I can't imagine like I feel like it would fuck up my posture a lot if my keyboard and mouse were higher up. And yeah, you have lower. to like keeps me more straight. I was trying to make my chair go as high as it could so that my arms were lower. But then like the monitors right. were too low. And so right. I would fucks stack books up. under them. And then like but I was just fucked up anyway. Your laugh is so complicated, Joseph. It's so hard. I hate how, working at a computer. How much was the the attachment for the rolly out thing? I think it was like 30 bucks or less, like 27-ish dollars. Did you get it off of Amazon? I got it on eBay. I think the oh, okay. exact same. I think it, it came from the company used and refurbished. Gotcha. So I think it was listed on Amazon for like 60 and I got it for like 30 or something. It wasn't an open box, but it was scuffed situation. Yeah, but it wasn't even scuffed. Like it was in the box and it looked like the box was sealed. So, mm. well, I don't know. Just factory next resealed. time you can get it. Yeah. <laughs> factory resealed. Factory I mean, like, do, resealed. do you need a, a brand new thing? Well, that's, that's a good tip for people who are looking to like increase their or better, better their posture or whatever is to have a, you know, I'm, I didn't even know that they made those that attached to your desk with clamps. It's actually really clever. Yeah, they have the ones you screw in too. Mm, like screw you, you. install but like i like this because i can move it if i need to right know? exactly it's like it's pos- positionable it's not permanent not per- nothing's permanent we all die oh my in the god end. nothing's permanent only i um so what's your favorite thing this week so like does anyone ever like am i have the a favorite only one thing? <laughs> am i the only one who like has bad posture oh um, my god am i the only one who have played hollow knight on Nintendo Switch because I bought it the other day because I was like, I need a new game. And inside, Joe, I have I have a bone to pick with you, little missy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that a bone is that bone. The, a hollow bone. The bone I have to pick with you is that I don't know why you paid sixty dollars for Yoshi's Crafted World. Uh, I think it's a I think it's a forty dollar game. Was good. Well, I I I think it's good, but I don't yeah. have sixty dollars to spend. Well, a Yoshi I, game. It's one of it's you know I buy it for the channel, so it's like you buy it for the kids. You can ride it I off buy it for the kids. Um, exactly. So, uh, and me and Justin kind of needed a chill game to play. I mm-hmm. have Hollow Knight too. Okay, well, but we tried to play it on the channel, and everyone hated it. Well. That makes sense. And um, I think they hate Yoshi's Crafted World, too. <laughs> there not there only one episode out yet? Yeah, the second one comes out, well, the day this podcast comes out, I think. I'm enjoying playing it, quite frankly. It's Okay. It is definitely very easy, but it's not as mind-numbingly bad as Kirby was. Okay, good. That's what I wanted For to know. For sure. And Do you think yeah, it's worth it's $60, though? I don't know if it's worth $60. I don't know how long the game is. I have no concept. Yeah, I don't either. I just, I love the art style and I love Yoshi, but I like, I couldn't shell out $60 for it at the time because I'm poor. I used my gold point too. Oh, that's a good tip. It took off like, I think it took off like $9. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. That's more worth it. If it ever goes on sale, I feel like I'll buy it. Or if yeah. someone buys it for me, then I'll I'll play it, obviously. But I don't think I'm going to... I don't think I'll ever shell out $60 for it. But I do want to play it. I just said I don't want to play it for $60, you know? That's understandable. I totally see that. So you got um, Hollow Knight. 
Yeah, so instead, oh, over this past weekend, I was like, I need a new game to play, you know, because I played Smash and then I, I haven't really been playing. I haven't played Smash anymore. You know, I, I'm not really playing anything currently. And I was like, I need like a casual game. I need something, you know, to I'm, I'm flying to Portland this weekend. I want something to do on the plane, like, you know, something like that. And I always heard that Hollow Knight was really good. Um, but I never, I never knew anything about it. Um, but it was, it was just $15 and I was like, that's more at my price range right now. I can't blow 60 bones on Yoshi. Um, so I bought Hollow Knight and I've been really enjoying it. Um, but it's hard as fucking shit. And it's one of those games that I love, but I also want to throw my Nintendo switch out the window every time I play Hollow Knight. Um, so did you say that you started playing this with Justin on the gaming channel and no one liked it? So you stopped? Yeah, I think it just wasn't the right pace for a Let's Play series, but I enjoyed what we did. I think we did two episodes. Oh, really? And I really liked it. I haven't played it further than that. It's kind of been sitting on my back burner. Um, it's kind of like you played Celeste, didn't you? Yes. It, it is. It's kind of like the Celeste before Celeste, because I think that Hollow Knight came out in like 2017 or whatever. But it's like it's that thing where it progressively gets like harder and harder and harder. Right. However, with Celeste, you can like cheat and make it easier for yourself, which I feel like is nice. Like it's. You know, there's things that you can help, you know, make it so you can get through levels and like, you know, fudge a little bit. Sure. With with Hollow Knight, you can't fucking do that. Like there are no settings where you can go in and be like, I want infinite labs just for this one level so I can make it through. Like you with Hollow Knight, you got to fucking power through. Um, but no, I've really enjoyed the the atmosphere. I don't understand the story at all. I think the story is convoluted. I don't know what's going on. It's too complicated. Um, none of the NPCs give me any information, but I love the music. I love the the style of the controls. I feel like that the controls feel really well. Um, I really like the characters and the animation and the art style. I love the whole atmosphere of Hollow Knight. I feel like it's it's beautiful and the animations are gorgeous. And the gameplay is really fun. It's just that it's one of those games where you like die a lot <laughs> and you have to like respawn and go back to where you were and try the boss again. And then you die again and then you learn its moves and you go back and you, you know, are trying to read it better and blah, blah, blah. Um, so I've been playing that a lot over the the past few days um, and this past weekend. And I've really, really enjoyed it. And it uh, it started out as a as a Kickstarter a, a while ago um, when it was first getting developed and it got a super, super huge amount of support it's on um it's by an indie dev of literally like three people like an indie team of three people in australia that made it um and they're doing a sequel too with like one of the the characters that you meet in the first hollow knight they're like turning that into a whole story of their own which is really fun um so it's 15 dollars. you can find it on steam on nintendo switch it's for mac pc i think it's on for uh, out for the ps4 and xbox one i think it's in their game stores too um, so yeah, if you're looking for a platformer that's kind of like Celeste, it's like, it's like a Metroidvania. Basically, you're just looking, you're just exploring a huge ass map and beating bosses. Um, I recommend Hollow Knight. It's super fun and kind of frustrating. So breathe in, breathe out and try again. Oh my so. God. Breathe in, breathe out the Hillary Duff album. Yes. That's my favorite album of all time. It's exactly what I was referencing. Um, I think they should have a sequel called Hollow Knight. Holla. Where it's like, no, it's like down in the country. Oh, holler. Like, line, like line a hoot and holler. Yeah. What? Like line dancing. Oh, yeah, like line dancing. I thought you said like light dancing. Yes, also that. <laughs> I mean, because everyone's white. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyways. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. Good I don't think time. I got past the first level, but I need I to. Mean, I need to go back. There was. I remember the boss, and I was like, uh-uh, I need a cheat, honey. 
Can't yeah, that's the thing. Um, so yeah, if you get back into it and you're frustrated, that's the point of the game. Um, but it's super fun. I've been enjoying it. Um, so yeah, there you go. Good favorite things. Good favorite things. Um, so what we had done decided is what have uh, we done did, 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 did. Sam's got some things to do. Justin's porns are in town. Uh, so this week we're a little short on time, but so we're not going to do the bonus episode this weekend. We'll do it next weekend, and we'll do two weeks in a row of bonus episodes. Yeah, girl. There you so, go. So next week and the week after that, you Patreon patrons, y'all will get your bonus episodes two weeks in a row. There you go. Sounds good. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's going to be all for this episode for now. Stay tuned for next week's episodes, and uh, we will see y'all then. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments or leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P, Alex S, Allison B, Brian H, Carolyn A, Darren C, Fabian P, Feliciano D, Julian S, Justin, Kevin V, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Marianne J, Max S, Megan N, Michael C, Mike B, Nicholas M, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Rebecca D, Scott A, Vincent L, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.